0: You're listening to Festival Grass,
1: A podcast diving into the business and culture of the music festival world.
0: Well, welcome everybody to the newscast in this week's edition. Burning Man 2021 still in limbo. Organizers promise official update in February. New coronavirus proof music festival set for this summer. Insomniac plans to bring festivals to Miami in 2022. Ultra Music Festival will cancel 2021 event. A new Australian festival is coming from the Grooving the Moo promoters. But first, Glastonbury canceled, but other music festivals determined to go ahead amid COVID-19. So Glastonbury's organizers, Michael and Emily Evis, said that in spite of our efforts to move heaven and earth, it has become clear that we simply will not be able to make the festival happen this year. It was due to begin on June 23rd. Now, Emily has said that live streamed sets from the Glastonbury Festival site could still happen this year. She said earlier this week, a lot of big artists have been in touch offering to perform for us at the farm. So we're doing everything we can to make that happen. We would love to build a show that can be watched at home by people all over the world. And of course, it would be a useful way for us to make some very welcome income. Separately, her father, Glastonbury Festival founder Michael Evis, told LBC yesterday that the team is thinking about putting on some autumn events. He said he hoped to hold a smaller event later in the year to belatedly mark the 50th anniversary of Glastonbury which was originally set to take place last year in 2020. I would like to do something smaller, somewhere around the anniversary date of when it all started, which was the 18th of September, 1970. This smaller event could potentially take the form of Glastonbury's annual Pilton Party, a one-off concert held at Worthy Farm every September to thank workers and local people for their help in organizing the festival. Earlier this month, pop rock band The 1975, also canceled their one-day festival in finbury park london in july alongside the rest of their years touring citing fan and crew safety now the rest of the summer's events are still scheduled in the uk with some due to take place even before glastonbury's intended date slam dunk festival intends to bring the pop punk emo and other mosh friendly music to leeds and hatfield in late may We remain optimistic, says festival director Ben Ray, who sighs and adjusts his answer. We've still got some optimism, but if social distancing is still in place, we cannot go ahead. And it's a very slim chance that social distancing is going to stop before the summer. The Reading and Leeds festivals on the August Bank Holiday Weekend also declined an interview, saying it hoped to have event updates by March 1st. Now, with over 200,000 people spread across a vast site built over many weeks in advance, Glastonbury is a different massive beast to many of the 975 festivals that are out there, said Anna Wade, strategy director of the 66,000 capacity Boomtown Festival planned for August. She admits it that the gap Glastonbury leaves in the festival industry is really significant, but adds, it's completely understandable why they'd make the call so early. Because they're so huge and there's so many moving parts. The smaller, more localized events, there's still a lot more things that can change between now and June. They're definitely not written off yet. Jeff Ellis is festival director of Transmit, one of Scotland's biggest events. It takes us days rather than months to build, he says, comparing his event with Glastonbury. It's sad to see such a pillar of the festival scene cancel, and it will have a big effect on the wider events industry supply chain. However, all other festivals are on a very different scale. Organizers are pressing on amidst this constant flux and unpredictability. Wade says Boomtown has a sizable COVID budget, ring-fenced for improved hygiene and other measures, and is mooting the possibility of testing before the event along with event passports for COVID-free ticket holders. Ellis says much of the passports could well come into play and potentially be linked to mobile tickets. No one is planning social distancing at their events. Even if we queued everyone socially distanced to get in, they'll all cram in front of the stage even if we ask them not to, May said. If festivals are cancelled, it means another year without revenue in an industry where profit margins are already tight. The government's Culture Recovery Fund buoyed festivals during 2020, but insurance aren't covering for cancellations made because of the pandemic, spurring calls from organizers for the government to underwrite them and allow preparations to continue. Culture Secretary Oliver Dowden stated this week, We continue to help the arts on recovery, including problems around getting insurance, hinting at possible turnaround from earlier in the month when the idea of the government-backed insurance was dismissed by Culture Minister Caroline Denage. It is getting very drastic now in terms of decision-making, Wade says. We do need to know about this insurance scheme very soon, and a government decision in the next month would be a great help to the entire industry, especially for independent festivals where we don't have any additional financial backing or large funds in the bank. Now, in other festival news, the Austin City Limits Music Festival, which was cancelled in 2020, is still tentatively set to commemorate its 20th anniversary, in Austin, Texas, on the weekends of October the 1st to 3rd and the weekend of October 8th to 10th. Meanwhile, question marks still hang over the United States' other big festivals. There's no official word yet on the fate of Coachella, slated for April 9th to 11th and April 16th to 18th. However, I do believe that one will get postponed. California is being hit hard, and I don't foresee them allowing that festival to go on down there in Indio, California, near Palm Springs. The mayor of Palm Springs has in fact come out, we covered it last week, to say that there will be no large-scale events this year in that area. So unless they plan on moving to a different location, which could happen, I doubt that will continue in the middle spring there. Lollapalooza usually held midsummer in Chicago, is not clear whether it will be going forward so far no word out of there and of course bonnaroo still scheduled for september 2nd to 5th that having been a readjusted date from their usual mid-june event dates now in a correction from last week's podcast we mentioned that south by southwest had been cancelled for 2021 And in fact, it has not, it has simply moved its entire music and multimedia festival online. So that will take place March 16th to 20th. So look forward to that. The trend we're seeing here is that large festivals who do need, you know, six to 12 months at the very minimum six months to kind of have everything lined up properly are the ones that are pulling the plug the earliest in this new year. Those that are more nimble and can put an event together with only a month or two to the lead in date seem to be still able to continue. So next up, new corona-proof music festival set for this summer, huh? Will we be able to festival this summer? Well, organizers of the debut Frontier Music Festival certainly believe it is possible. The new Dutch festival has made the bold claim it will be fully corona proof when it launches later this year, although dates and a location still have to be determined. The event will not be open to international travelers and attendees will have to verify proof of vaccination or a negative test taken within 72 hours. The lineup of techno and hip hop will be all domestic and organizers will limit the attendance to several thousand in order to help with social distancing efforts. You will also be able to view waiting times at bars and toilets via a mobile app so that attendees can skip long queues. Now, this is welcome news for an industry that's been ravaged by the pandemic to see festivals working outside of the box with unique solutions for a unique crisis. We expect to see more COVID-safe events announced for 2021, although it's still very much up in the air that major festivals will happen this year. I don't think it's a bad thing to see an innovative way to approach going out to festivals. I think this is very important. People do want to get out. I think there's there's a stifling that's happening where it's affecting the people's fun factor. And we need to make sure that if we can keep festivals local, hire locally, use local talent, prevent travel so that spread doesn't happen and then use everything at our disposal to facilitate the safest possible event that we can
1: be sure to keep tuning in weekly for our music festival newscast and subscribe to our deep dives our monthly in-depth topical discussion show with interviews and guests that will bring you insight and knowledge link in the show notes
0: next up insomniac plans to bring festivals to miami in 2022 Behind the scenes, there are some Game of Thrones-level plays being made here, specifically the Miami rumor mill is spinning a very juicy rumor about Insomniac's future plans. Some very well-placed and knowledgeable sources have confirmed to the EDM Tunes that discussions are underway for Insomniac to bring at least one of its marquee festivals to Miami in 2022. While this might seem crazy, the festival company has been laying the groundwork for this over the past few years. Since 2018, Insomniac snapped up Club Space along with its promotion group Link Miami Rebels. This gives Insomniac a stake in the underground Three Points Festival, which is still on the schedule for this spring. Add to that Okeechobee Festival and Boca Raton's Forbidden Kingdom dubstep festival. Insomniac has been surrounding Ultra Music Festival's turf at a time when the festival is in its most precarious position. After being kicked out of its home after 2018, the festival has had a major stroke of bad luck. Beyond that, Ultra hasn't done any favors to itself with its handling of the COVID cancellation in 2020 and communication with its fans in the months afterward. The festival is still listed as scheduled for March 2021, but nobody believes it will take place. Insomniac Smelling Blood is rumored to bring Beyond Wonderland to Miami in 2022. Where could this go down? Look no further than the venue Ultra considered in 2019. The homestead speedway might not fit the Ultra brand, but a huge isolated speedway with a camping focus is no problem for Insomniac. With the power vacuum being left open by Ultra, Insomniac has the financial backing of Live Nation necessary to barge in and assuage the concerns of the Miami City Commission. In many ways, this is a kill shot against Ultra. Sources say Beyond Wonderland will shift to become more of a house and techno-oriented festival, which will perfectly fit in the Miami scene. Of course, to this point, nothing has been confirmed or announced, but Pascale Rotella, head of Insomniac and creator of Electric Daisy Carnival Las Vegas, the company's signature event, has teased some festival expansion and a new East Coast focus over the past several months. While this is still a rumor, we have high confidence that it's accurate. Only time will tell when we will learn more about these plans, but we will keep you updated when we do. The organizers of Ultra Music Festival are planning to cancel the event's 2021 edition according to a letter obtained by Billboard. The letter is dated January 21, 2021, and came from Ultra's attorney, Sandy York. Addressed to Miami City Manager Arthur Noriega, It revealed that York anticipates the City of Miami will invoke the force majeure clause in the festival's Bayfront Park License Agreement. The implementation of such a clause typically takes place due to unforeseeable circumstances, such as a pandemic, that prevent someone from fulfilling a contract. York believes the same COVID-19 conditions that precipitated the festival's 2020 cancellation remain a threat in 2021. While no formal announcement has been made at the time of this article's publication, Billboard reports that Ultra's organizers are waiting until the City of Miami approves their permit request for the 2022 event before officially pulling the plug. Now, in a letter, York formally requested that Ultra return March 25th to 27th, 2022, at the Bayfront Park Amphitheater. Ultra Music Festival organizers found themselves embroiled in a controversy after they opted to denote the event's 2020 cancellation as a postponement and refused to issue ticket refunds last year. They instead informed guests that tickets would be rolled to 2021 or 2022, giving people only 30 days to decide and sparking a backlash From the dance music community the debacle went on to trigger a class action lawsuit which is currently in arbitration as of november 2020 and we will have to see whether ultra music festival has changed its tune but it's very unlikely that they will offer another deferment to whatever ticket policy that they had ultra music festival seems to be in a bit of peril here loss of income embroiled in a lawsuit and also unsure as to whether the venue that they always have their event at is even going to be supportive of them as of next year times look dire a long way from their successful taiwan festival that we spoke about just last november would you like to be on the show if you or someone you know is a journalist with a relevant article topic or can speak to a story we have covered please click or forward the guest sign up link in the show notes we'd love to have you on don't be shy
1: like what you hear so far make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now this podcast is made possible by listeners like you thank you for your support
0: so, the team behind Grooving the Moo have announced that they will be adding a brand new regional festival to their lineup called Fresh Produce. Cattle Yard Promotions are set to introduce fresh produce to a number of regional venues across Australia this year. The project was born in collaboration with the Restart Investment to Sustain and Expand or Rise Fund of Australia. The project will see a fresh multi stop festival take place in the spring of this year. Our team is really excited and feeling very fortunate to be building another festival that has its home across multiple regions around Australia, Stephen Halpin from Cattle Yard Promotions said of the announcement. While Senator Bragg, Senator for New South Wales, adds, I was delighted to hear that Cattle Yard Productions has received $1.2 million in grant support from the federal government to extend their great work in the live music, arts and entertainment sector cattle yard promotions work will help to increase economic activity for the sector at a time where it is most needed, Mr. Bragg continued. I congratulate the team for their work and for their ongoing contributions to Australia's rich cultural fabric. The $1.2 million grant is part of the government's $60 million RISE fund, which was launched at the apex of the coronavirus pandemic back in 2020. According to I Lost My Gig, Concert cancellations and postponements across Australia and New Zealand accrued a loss of over $340 million in 2020. Whilst further details about the forthcoming festival have been tight-lipped, if Grooving the Moo's reputation is anything to go off of, we're certain that we're in for a real treat. Down Under in Australia, it is currently their summer and heading into their fall which is when a lot of festivals will take place perfect temperature across the country. And I'm really excited. I know that travel restrictions prohibit us from going down there, Oh, but I'm so envious. I would love to go to some of these festivals and I hope that um, things will move forward in that sense and people will be able to travel including myself so I can jet down there and catch some of this new Australian music festival culture that's popping up all over the place. And finally, Burning Man 2021 is still in limbo but organizers promise an official update in february a burning man project exec says it's impossible to say right now if black rock city can happen while nothing compares to summertime in black rock city the definitive status of burning man 2021 has yet to materialize despite a successful november fundraising campaign that crowdsourced over 5 million to keep the dream alive not to mention that Google purchased it in December for around purportedly $1.2 billion. Now, a January 21st update from Dominique Dubuquay-Dudley, Burning Man Project's Associate Director of Communications, revealed that due to the uncertainty of the impact of COVID-19 in the future, it's impossible to say right now if Black Rock City can happen in 2021. Public health and safety is our top priority. We will only inhabit Black Rock City with the appropriate safety protocols and permits in place. He also promised that more conclusive information will be announced mid-February, but with a warning, even if organizers decide to proceed with the event, unpredictable public health conditions could warrant a cancellation. To stay up to date, he recommended subscribing to the festival's Jack Rabbit Speaks and Burning Man Journal platforms. Dubuquai Dudley emphasized his team is doing everything they can to mitigate the possibility of a cancellation from close communication with the Nevada government and permitting agencies to the formation of a special COVID-19 task force aimed at tracking new information and statistics. Additional notes in the update include new goals for the festival's sustainability team, a statement on diversity and radical inclusion efforts, and the announcement of a virtual educational and community building tool set to launch in the near future. Regardless of whether BRC happens in 2021, we're committed to elevating and expanding community engagements in all forms, Dubuquay Doddley wrote. We have a job to do and we want to do it with you. It is no surprise that Burning Man is leading once again with their commitment to culture. It is my honest prediction that large scale events will not happen in 2021. We will have to be happy with them, hopefully providing something online that will be worthy of our time, (laughs) something akin to Tomorrowland. Although I do think that there's other forms, not just the musical and entertainment, but as BRC has uh, mentioned here, where they are expanding community engagement in all forms. I think that's really important giving a little bit more programming to just the party aspect or just the dancing. I think um, connecting with community building tools and educational tools in a virtual environment is a very smart play to keep people's mental health active and stable in this time where, you know, many need it. And also reaching out and evolving festival community online in a way that we may not have to just rely on the physical aspects, although that is something that's really hard to replace clearly. I feel like I say this every week, but I believe that the focus of this year is finding something from your favorite festivals that they create online and also keeping your eye out for anything new or existing in terms of smaller, festivals that are going to be locally branded and community-based and that can still happen with within a controlled environment those could potentially be super fun to attend and maybe something that wasn't going to be possible when you had larger festivals snapping up talent and attention and ticket buying in years past well thanks everyone for joining us on another week's festival grasp Make sure to
1: subscribe on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, or via your chosen podcast collector, so you'll never miss us talking into your ears again.
0: And while you're at it, if you find value in what we are discussing, rate us on Apple Podcasts. It's like telling a friend about it, but better. And it gives us a chance in that big old world out there. I know we're just getting to know each other, but come on, show us some love.
1: We're here for you, you're here for us. So let's do this thing. To sign up as an expert guest on the show, to leave us a question or message, or to jar tip your support follow the appropriate links in the show notes
0: be sure to keep tuning in weekly for our music festival newscast and subscribe to deep dives our monthly in-depth topical discussion show with interviews and guests that will bring you insight and knowledge link in the show notes this podcast edited by gba recordings for me mario and shanae see you next time Bye.